Can I run with a Jones fracture? Well, that's what we're talking about today on the Doc on the Run podcast. So the big question is this, how are runners like us who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. Now, if you've been running and you started having pain on the outside of your foot, and then you went to see a doctor who diagnosed you with a thing called a Jones fracture, you're probably really worried right now. And that would be reasonable because most of the time when you get a Jones fracture, the doctor tells you that you should be really afraid because you might wind up in surgery. So I think it's important if you're considering whether or not you could run with a Jones fracture, you really have to think about what a Jones fracture is, where it's located, why it's so scary, and what you can do about it. The first thing is, of course, what is a Jones fracture exactly? Well, a Jones fracture is a specific type of foot fracture in a very specific location in a specific place in the fifth metatarsal bone on the outside of your foot. Now, it's a common misconception that fractures affecting the base of the fifth metatarsal are all characterized as Jones fractures, but that's just not true. All fractures affecting the fifth metatarsal base are not Jones fractures. So where exactly is the Jones fracture? That's a great question. And a Jones fracture is located specifically in the area of the fifth metatarsal bone that physicians refer to as the metaphyseal diaphyseal junction. And I know that's a big fancy word, but what does that really mean? Well, all that really means is that the long tubular shaft portion of the metatarsal bone starts to blend in with the lumpy portion of the bone at the base of the fifth metatarsal. So if you feel along the outside of your foot, about halfway between the heel bone and the pinky toe joint, you will feel a lump of bone sticking out and protruding under the skin. Well, that lump of bone is the base of the fifth metatarsal bone, and doctors call that lump of bone the styloid process, and it's a type of bone that we call metaphyseal bone. Now, it's not like the tubular, skinny, round shaft of the metatarsal bone. That's called diaphyseal bone. And so this bump on the outside of your foot is metaphyseal bone, and the long, skinny part of the bone is the diaphyseal. The long, skinny part is the diaphyseal bone. And so where they blend into one another, that's the metaphyseal-diaphyseal junction. Now, even if you don't understand all of the anatomy about bone and the way bones develop, you can find this area very easily by looking at a foot x-ray. So if you have x-rays of your foot and you're looking at the fifth metatarsal bone, the fifth metatarsal bone is the one on the outside of your foot that leads out to the pinky toe or the little toe. The fourth metatarsal bone, of course, is the one next over to it that goes to your fourth toe. And if you look at the view of an x-ray taken from straight up to straight down as if you're standing up looking straight down at your foot toward the ground, well, when you're standing and you take that x-ray, the point at which the fourth and fifth metatarsal bones begin to intersect where they come together at the bases of those two bones is right where the metaphyseal-diaphyseal junction can be found. So if you have a fracture that begins right at the intersection of those two bones, and then you head straight across the bone to the outside of the foot, and that's where the fracture line goes, that is a Jones fracture. So why is a Jones fracture so scary to runners? Well, 
The diaphyseal bone that's making up the shaft of the metatarsal forms separately from the metaphyseal bone at the base of the metatarsal. Those two different parts of the bones have separate blood supplies. Unfortunately, that leaves an area in between the two different parts of the bone that is known to have a poor blood supply and is difficult to heal and can frequently require surgery just to get it to heal. So if you get a Jones fracture, which developed as a stress fracture, it will predictably get worse and fail to heal if you stress the fifth metatarsal bone in the same way that injured it. That, of course, means that if you run in the same way, with the same running biomechanics, the same type of workouts, in the same running shoes that stress the bone enough to cause a stress fracture in the metatarsal bone, you will just make it worse if you continue that activity while the bone is trying to heal. But that doesn't mean you can't keep working out. The number one goal of every injured runner should be maintaining your running fitness while you heal the running injury. Unfortunately, what we hear from doctors most of the time is that your goal is supposed to be to rest. Now, if you're a sedentary individual, that goal is completely reasonable. Part of what the medical established community kind of preaches regarding this rest as the path to freedom, well, it's a lie. If you're an athlete and you want to run later, you have to be aggressive in your approach to recovery. Rest is not enough. Now, if you have a Jones fracture and you're stuck in a boot waiting and watching all your hard-earned fitness just evaporate in front of you, you need to let it heal and you need to figure out what you can do to prevent all of the weakness, stiffness, loss of neuromuscular connections, and discoordination caused by the fracture walking boot and the inactivity during the recovery process. So if that's your case, you might want to check out the Recovering Runner's Boot Camp. The program's simple. Get to work get moving, and get back to running faster.